Hi, this is Amber. Welcome to today's podcast. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. I'm an energy healer and a teacher. I'm a Reiki master teacher trained in shamanism, so I'm also a shamanic practitioner. And my work is focused on life purpose, uh, core wound healing, sacred union, intuitive coaching and guidance, and abundance and manifestation work. So the website, again, is sacredspacehealing.org. Thank you to all uh, you lovely people out there who listen and send me your lovely comments. All are gratefully received. It's been a bumpy ride here in the UK with this work and these podcasts as we move into rather strange times of shadow. So I appreciate all the support that I get from the UK and around the world. It's it's really rather beautiful. Thank you also to all those people who've only just had a chance to um, log this, but thank you to everyone who's donated towards the podcasts. All of that money is gratefully received and it just goes straight into creating more free content. And I think some of you, if you're following social media and so on, will see that it is creating more free content. So I'm putting more stuff up on Instagram and I'm offering bursaries and all of your donations help. They just help people who who need this work. So thank you so much. If you would like to donate, there's a donations button on the website. You can go to the home menu, click the drop down uh, tab and there's a donations button. You can donate there Uh, or you can PayPal me. Um, which is just sacred healing, or you could just message me and I'll send you all the details. So thank you again. So today's podcast is looking at self-care in times when you're freaking out about money, which I know a lot of people are doing right now. And um, I do have another podcast out there on abundance and why that's happening. Um, I'll be putting more podcasts out there on abundance. And there is a new body of work called The Abundance, which is on the website now, to align as many of you as possible to your infinite source, your divine birthright of limitless abundance, which I believe 100% we can align with. We just need to do the work. Uh, It's quite a lot of work that we need to do, as in consistent and daily, but we can do it and miracles can and do happen. But what can you do when you're freaking out about money? You've got that bill come in, you've got Um, that surprise thing to pay for a vet bill or a medical expense or something's happened you know your paychecks aren't coming in you've been made redundant you've lost your job you know god forbid some something like that has happened what can you do to up your self-care so the first thing I want to say is it's really important that you do up your self-care the first thing that people tend to do when money uh, worries strike is that they go into kind of panic survival action mode. Oh my God, I've got to do something. What do I do? What do I sell? You know, where do I get a loan from? What do I say no to? What do I say yes to? And in that moment of survival, sometimes it can work, but what tends to happen is we make really bad decisions in the long term. So it's really important when you're freaking out about money to stop the freaking out and to raise your vibration to the highest that you can. Because the reason why this shit has gone down is because on some level your vibration has lowered or called it in. Maybe you got sick, maybe you had a series of negative experiences, maybe your thought patterns haven't been great, maybe something happened and your vibration has fallen. And because your vibration has fallen, it's now being reflected in your outside world. That's not to say it's your fault or you've done anything wrong. It's just a really great opportunity to say thank you universe for showing me that my vibration has fallen from a place of abundance to a place of less than. And now I need to raise my vibration back into that place where I feel abundant again and I feel prosperous and I feel loved and I feel worthy. Often people who have money issues lack self-worth. And because they lack self-worth, they lack self-care. 
and it becomes a self-perpetuating cycle. You know, if we don't feel that we're worthy of great things, we make choices that keep us limited, but we also treat ourselves in ways that keep us limited and allow other people to treat us in destructive ways. So the key to breaking that, as well as doing core wound healing work, energy clearing, and having a daily practice, the key to clearing that is to really up your self-care. So these are just some suggestions of things that you can do that are really inexpensive, but will up your self-care immediately. And I offer them in no particular order, but I offer them as stuff that's always worked for me and always works for my clients. And as I've often said, as I always say, you know, I never offer anything in the work that I haven't walked myself a thousand times. And so I completely know that this shit works. So um, what's a a really beautiful thing to do with self-care is to cook and to make a really beautiful meal for yourself. So, you know, money worries make us feel we haven't got enough. I haven't got enough. I'm starving. I'm homeless. You know, whatever it is, whatever that mantra is that you're telling yourself, right? And your body's responding to that. Your body is going into fear, into shock that it won't have enough. So you need to tell your body, trick your body that you do have enough that you're going to have this amazing meal. Um, Now, the amazing meal doesn't have to cost the the earth. You know, you could say, right, I'm going to use uh, all the pennies that I've saved up or I'm going to dip into that savings account or I'm going to borrow some money or whatever it is that you need to do to get anything between 10 to 20 pounds, 10 to 20 dollars, like whatever it is, it really doesn't need to cost that much. You don't need to go to the top supermarket, you know, it would be lovely to buy organic, but if you can't, you can infuse your food with really positive energy. And get yourself stuff that you're really going to enjoy making an amazing meal out of. I posted on my Instagram a couple of years ago, when I turned vegan. And um, I've talked about this in the dark side of veganism, like I dance with veganism and then being vegetarian, like I, I fall on and off the wagon, but it is a lifelong journey for me. And I don't punish myself about that. But when I first transitioned to veganism, and it wasn't even a transition, I just did it overnight, I discovered all these amazing recipes. And one of the nicest recipes that I still love, and I still treat myself to is a three ingredient uh, vegan pancake that you can make for breakfast or as a dessert. And it's got three ingredients, which are oats, uh, plant-based milk and a banana. I mean, you could not get a more simple, filling, cheap way to create for yourself breakfast for at least two days or a treat. So I give that as an example of how easy it is to create a really beautiful food if you do it with the right intention. And sometimes with that, you know, I'll sprinkle what I've uh, if I've got coconut flakes lying around or a bit of chocolate lying like whatever I'll sprinkle it on top honey jam whatever I've got just lying around I'll make these this very sort of basic meal but I'll make it with a lot of care and love and simplicity so I think the key to the self-care when you're freaking about freaking out about money is simplicity so get yourself a host of really delicious ingredients whatever you can afford whatever's in your budget um, and imagine that you're going to cook yourself up a really gorgeous meal. And then as you cook that gorgeous meal, infuse it with all this positive energy, you know, all this love, all this abundance, um, all this joy, all this creativity. I find that the act of cooking and and mixing ingredients is really soothing. And even if I get the recipe horribly wrong, 
and it becomes a sludgy mess and it isn't that tasty, it doesn't really matter because I've done something for me. You know, for that period of time, I've put aside a slice of my day and gone, I'm going to devote this time to feeding myself, right? That's what the self-care is about. The second or other thing that you can uh, do as self-care is to clean your space. So you want to remove stagnant old energy. I mean, that's one of the reasons why your, your, your flow has stopped. It's got stagnant. The energy isn't moving. So it's, you don't have to pay anything for this. This is completely free. In fact, you'll probably find ways of making money out of this, as people often do, because there might be things that you could sell. There might be things that you can give away. You might find random bits of money down the back of the sofa. Um, you might you know, stumble across stuff that inspires you to do something or awakens something in you. So a really good spring clean any time of the year for your home is a wonderful way to um, focus on self-care. You can pick one room in your house or you can do the whole house. You can rearrange furniture, open all the windows, smudge the place, um, use incense, you can play really great music that's going to raise the vibration, get your bin bags out, chuck out anything and everything that feels old, that feels tatty, that feels damaged, that makes you feel poor, right? Um, or recycle it in a way that makes you feel joyful. So I'm not saying throw out everything unless that makes you feel good. But sometimes we hold on to things. This is often why people hoard, but we hold on to things because we're like, oh, I can't, I can't afford it. I can't afford that really lovely dress or that um, rug or whatever it is that you think you can't afford, that you've told yourself that you can't afford. So you hold on to the thing that you don't really like. You know, the rug's got a stain on it, the dress doesn't fit you anymore, but you're holding on to it because, oh, we go into victim mode, I can't afford the thing that I want. So either make the best of what you have, adjust the dress, rip it up, make it something else, you know, use it as a tea towel, or get rid of it, or give it away, or sell it. And similarly with the rug, clean the rug, or give it away, or sell it, or recycle it. Like, make something positive out of what is a perceived negative in your space. And just doing that physically will start to instigate that in you energetically. So clearing out your space is a great way when you're freaking out about money to start to attract more positive energy to you. And it will make you feel positive. And even if you spend all day doing it, you've spent all day clearing your space, not stressing about money. And I know that some people will go, no, but I could have spent that day on the internet, on LinkedIn, I could have been sending off my CV, my resume, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but you don't need to do that all day. You know, you're better placed doing three hours or two hours of focused, targeted work where you're in your power and you're making the right um, connections than all day where you're just chaotically sending out resumes or chaotically trying to make money. Like, that's not going to help you. you. You rather do it in a really focused way. And imagine if you had a really beautiful work environment or a really beautiful home environment with, you know, lovely smelling candles and a clear space and everything feels like it's in its place and calm and clean. And from that space, which will inform your energetic body, you're then able to reach out to the right connections. Uh, another really good thing is um, a bath. So you can, that sounds really kind of, um, you know, so uh, obvious, right? Wash yourself. But I, I mean a kind of ritualistic bath. Um, you know, put, make it as beautiful and abundant as possible. You don't have to go crazy buying loads of bath salts and go into victim mode of, I don't have the stuff to create a really lovely bath. You do. Look around your home. What do you have? 
you might have some salts lying around, you might have some essential oils, you might have flowers, you might have herbs. Um, be creative, you know, make the most amazing bath that you can make for yourself. And when you get into that bath, you know, this is your bath of prosperity. This is your bath of self-love and self-care. Put some nice music on, have your candles going, meditate, um, you know, formulate your plans of action, whatever it is that you need to do. Uh, it, it will serve you really, really well. Invest in self-care. This is the one thing that people don't do, right? Invest in that healer, in that coach, in that tutor, in that massage, in that um, whatever it is. Like, invest in it. It's the one thing that people don't do. They go, oh, I don't have money. And then they cancel their healing sessions. They cancel their therapy. We've all done it. People still do it. It's not the right way. Invest in yourself. So when you're strapped for money and you're freaking out about it, go and book that massage. Go and book that healing. Get that manicure. Go for your therapy session. Um, see that coach. Go to that workshop. Because I guarantee you it will make you feel better. The healing, obviously, is going to raise your vibration, shift blocks, you know, curses, vows, agreements, ancestral stuff, and get you back in alignment. So that 100% is a non-negotiable. But the massage and the, you know, the manicure and the, the workshop and the coach, all these things will help you also if you're not in alignment with healing or if you feel that you can't afford the certain healing. But I would say invest for the healing and go for it. Um, I think it was Chanel who said, but I could be wrong, maybe it's someone else, that, you know, when you have no money, when you literally have, you know, enough to buy um, one thing, so you're going to buy your meal for that evening or you're going to buy something totally extravagant, buy the thing that's totally extravagant because it's going to raise your vibration. And I totally agree with that. So if it's a choice between, you know, are you going to spend that $10 tonight on, um, I don't know, buying, uh, I don't know, buying bread or milk or eggs or whatever for breakfast or are you going to skip that and see if you could make do with fruit for breakfast and actually spend um, that money on a healing, or on a massage, uh, on a motivational CD, uh, on a workshop? Because I really think that those things are what really, really help. And also tied in with that is investing in something that makes you feel abundant. So it could be the self-care, like a healing or a massage, but it could also be a really nice bottle of perfume. Um, it could be a lovely painting, like something that's completely frivolous, something that you would not logically want to spend your money on because you're saving the pennies, but you're going to spend your money on it because every time you look at it, every time you smell that perfume, every time you put that dress on, every time you wear that um, that soft, whatever it is, scarf or um, pair of socks or you know whatever you've treated yourself to every time you put that on you feel abundant and that is enough to raise your vibration so other things I'm going to chuck into the mix because this could, podcast could go on forever and actually this is often this is really intense one-to-one -one work that I do with clients but other things I'm going to chuck into the mix music dance movement um, meditations mantras uh, laughter all of these things are really really positive things to do obviously you don't just want to be doing that because then you'd be living in a bubble so what you also want to be doing is doing the inner work. Where do you have blocks to receiving abundance? Where do you have belief patterns that tell you that you're not worthy of abundance? Where are you running away from abundance? Um, do you have old belief patterns that aren't yours maybe, ancestral maybe, that are keeping you locked in patterns and now is the time to try and shift those? It will always shift. I think the baseline that we have to have belief and faith in is that it will shift. 
it may not be comfortable, it may not shift for a very long time, but it will shift. Um, I don't believe, as is being put in our press at the moment here in the UK, that people who are homeless have brought that on themselves. I don't believe that at all. I, be, I feel that we are all a couple of paychecks away from that happening to us. I think the fundamental message behind that, which has been disgustingly misconstrued and um, given a very fascist sort of, um, yeah, fascist is the only way to term it really, a very fascist angle, is that it takes a lot for us to allow our vibration to fall to such an extent that we are left with nothing. But I don't mean that that means that it's our fault or that anyone who ends up with nothing is to blame. What I mean by that is it takes incremental steps of lack of self-care, self-worth and self-love that get us to such a place. And that can easily happen. It can happen when you don't have the right support network. It can happen when you're dealing with incredibly difficult trauma. And that's why a lot of people with PTSD end up on the streets. It, it can happen a series of bad luck. It can happen when you've had your heart broken. It can happen when there's been, you know, death in, in, in the family or in your immediate circle. When you're ill mentally, physically, emotionally. All of those things can contribute. What it, what it means is that if we are every day not doing things that raise our vibration eventually that will catch up with us and we could end up with nothing. If you have stumbled across this podcast, then that isn't you because you're, you're looking for help and you're open to receiving that. So rewind this, go back, make notes and start to implement that stuff to raise your vibration. The number one thing I would say is to book in for that healing, that coaching call, whoever that's with, because it's going to help you. Don't panic book. Don't go around trying to get the cheapest person, the person that gives you free stuff. Book quality. Just like I said, you know, get that really nice bottle of perfume, that really nice piece of art, you know, go for quality. Go for the healer that you always wanted to work with, the coach you always wanted to work with, the workshop you always wanted to do, but you couldn't because you felt you didn't have the money. Approach them and see what is possible. Most healers and coaches and, and workshops will offer payment plans or and or concessions. If they don't offer concessions, that's not the end of the world. There'll be a payment plan. Work out a play payment plan that works for you. Sell something if you have to. You know, like do without for a bit because that's going to be your number one investment that will really help you in self-worth and self-care. But the immediate thing while you're searching for that healer or that coach to assist you is to cook yourself a lovely meal, have a great bath, put some great music on, do some meditation, do some journaling, go into gratitude, clear your space. All of these things don't really cost anything. You can make a lovely meal from whatever you've got lying around in your cupboards. I mean, I don't know about you, but I tend to have dried pulses and rice always lying around in my cupboards. And that doesn't sound very exciting, does it? But actually, you can make a really beautiful meal, rice and lentils. Add some spices, you know, um, zhuzh it up a little bit. And it's a gorgeous, warming, sustaining meal that millions of people live on all around the world. And but I think we have this idea of what, you know, food should be and affluent food should be and I remember saying to someone once, um, we were on the train, we were going home, and I was having a really difficult time in my life uh, at the time with a lot of transition. And I was panicked about money, but, you know, um, I always had faith that it would work out. And this friend, she's not a friend anymore, I should add, <laughs> but this friend um, 
came from money. So her, her parents had always bailed her out. They bought her a place to live. She never really had to do a proper day's work because they always just bailed her out. They just gave her money. She was very lucky. She was very, very lucky. I don't think she realised how lucky she was. She used her affluence to often try and buy people. It was quite sad. She would, like, pay for things and, and use it as a bargaining tool. Um, anyway, we were on the train. We were going home, and it, we'd, I think we'd gone, we'd gone to do, see a show or something. And uh, she said to me, so what, what are you going to do when you get in? And I said, oh, I don't know, I might have a bath and then I might have some food, I'm really hungry. And she said, oh, so what are you going to have? And I went, well, I think I'm going to have some rice and lentils because I'd made this really nice, like, lentily stew type thing. I was on my vegan, just started my veganism and um, and I was loving my rice and lentils at the time. Like, it was just fulfilling all my needs. So I said, yeah, I think I'm going to have some rice and lentils. And she went, oh, oh, that's sweet. Oh, see... Yeah, that's nice. You know, it doesn't have to cost much, does it? You know, in, in that patronising tone. Um, to which I thought, no, rice and lentils is a really... I know I'm banging on about rice and lentils, but rice and lentils is a really fulfilling, like, nutrient-rich food that you can have. We underestimate the power of the humble lentil. You know, this is the thing about veganism and, and are you getting enough protein? Is like we think we have to consume mountains of flesh in order to be sustained, but we don't need that. So what I'm saying is that you might be going, oh my God, what am I going to eat for dinner tonight? I don't think I have enough money. But actually, if you looked around your cupboards and saw what tin stuff you had or what, you know, close to rotting vegetables you had lying, but you could salvage them and make something amazing, you might find that, you know, oh, a bit of this and a bit of that. And you've got a really nourishing meal that is going to sustain you for the next couple of days. And in fact, that money that you would have spent on a grocery shop you could now spend on a treat for yourself or a healing. It really is about changing the way that we think about everything. Um, you know, everything from food to sustainability to true sustainability to fashion. You know, all the things that we think we need to consume. I need the latest this or I need to be buying that dress or that pair of shoes or whatever. You don't. You can get really good quality stuff in a different way. Um, swap shops. Uh, you know, secondhand, like charity shops, all this kind of stuff. And I think we look down on this as a way of being, oh, I don't want to go to a charity shop or I want to buy a designer. But if you go to the right charity shops, you can get some really good stuff. So I say this having been, you know, a student, you know, I remember my student days having been, been a student twice in terms of the education system that I went through. Um, so, you know, six years of studentdom. And, you know, being an artist and a creative and all of that that brings with it when it comes to, you know, money and how much you get paid and being self-employed and freelance. Like I say all this because I've had days and moments and months and years when I've walked into high-end shops and not battered an eyelid spending huge amounts of money and, and come away with the, with the latest gear. And I've also had times in my life when I've gone to the charity shop and found a really nice top or coat or scarf or whatever for next to nothing that was just as beautiful and amazing and wonderful and I came home and washed it and put it, put it on and thought this is great and someone threw this away because they'd worn it a few times and actually that's where we are as a society people are wearing clothes you know there's a, there's a whole thing that we've there's a whole kind of um, research on this people wear clothes a couple of times and they throw it away because they think it's out of season so self-care can really be expensive it isn't about money when you're freaking out about money Self-care, self-worth, self-value 
if done in the right way, will instantly raise your vibration. There are meditations that are free on the website, sacredspacehealing.org. There are other meditations, including meditations on manifestation um, that might assist you that are also on the website. And there are YouTube videos that might assist you as well as blog posts and also the healing and the coaching work. So it's sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. Wherever you may be on your journey, I wish you much joy, love, peace and abundance. Until the next time, so it is and so it shall be.